This is the Food Politics Podcast. I'm Tony, your host of the Food Politics Podcast. I've been studying nutrition for nearly 20 years, and along with having a huge home garden where I practice the gardening art of permaculture, I've been heavily involved with learning about food policies and deconstructing the entire system itself and highlighting some unsavory truths about our food system and the mostly corrupt corporations behind them. Let's jump right into the show. Tonight's a heavy one, right? Uh, yes, unfortunately. 
Just a bit. I know. I mean, we're, we're going to have to put some cheekiness and some, some humor in this somewhere. You no, know I am. You got to. Because you know, it's just, you know, it's kind of, it, you know, you can't, you kind of can't, you can't get away with it, get away from it, actually, because of uh, the nature of the issue and who the person is we're talking about. Right. I mean, humor is kind bad. of inherent in the issue. <laughs> yeah, <you're> right. <laughs> That's uh, how we got baited in. Yeah, right, right. From the, <laughs> from the very, very beginning. Yeah. So, what are we talking about tonight? Oh. We talking about oh. the man formerly known as Bill Cosby. I don't know what we call him now. <laughs> Doctor Huxtable's, you know, double ganger. I don't know. The evil, the evil Dr. Uh, Huxtable. Yeah, he comes out oh, with see, a mustache. I want to <laughs> say Dr. Huxtable is still alive and well somewhere. And yeah. uh, Bill Cosby is just some, you know, like this other entity we haven't discussed. It's two different it's, people. You know, get, taking a fall. I don't know. Maybe we have to separate it out, right? I don't know. <laughs> it, can we do that? I don't know. Dr. Huxtable is still a good guy. Okay. Okay. He's still a... Uh, OBGYN. Oh, OBGYN. Oh my God. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's just ruined. The hints were all over the place for years. It's just ruined. The last barbecue. <laughs> the last barbecue. I, even back then, I knew that. I was like, that's not quite right. But <sighs> oh, was it right? You know, I have a girlfriend who used to say that she, you know, before all of this, she was like, he's weird yeah. to me. He's kind of, I don't, I don't like him. He's weird to me. And I would, def- I'm like, girl, what are you talking about? He's great. And I mean, oh, uh, you can't, you can't hide it. Right. You can't, uh, I don't know. If you can't. He did though. I think that's what was so painful about this. It was hidden I to know. us. It was hidden from us. I know. Some even if we saw about things, it. we just ignored it. Oh, that's just, you know, that's just old Billy Boy, right? <laughs> well, I mean, I can speak, look, I can speak for myself yeah. and say, only in hindsight, like, even in hindsight, like, looking at things, I'm still, you know, you could, it's, you're kind of reaching a bit, and you're like, now that you know what you know, you're like, mm-hmm. ugh. <laughs> but, 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 you know how, right, that, that's it, that's it. <laughs> it's like you have these conversations in your mind about things and it's like that's not quite right but I'm going to go ahead and go with it and then when <sighs> everything comes out you're like oh, you know, oh it's, God. it's like I see dead people right <laughs> it's like, that didn't quite make sense all the way through you're like that doesn't make sense but we're going to go with it right Yeah. why isn't he talking to anybody else throughout the entire movie oh okay <laughs> this is why <laughs> Why is he, why is he always doing this? Why is he you know why is he a you know woman's doctor you know and I say that you know and you know being funny but yeah uh, it's all these things it's like I know the breadcrumbs I know there I so know your, so 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 what was your earliest experience like with Bill Cosby like just oh I loved the Cosby Show like I. That's an understatement to say I love the Cosby Show. Like I grew up watching the reruns of that show. It was like a routine. It came on after school. They had like two episodes that would cut. This was, you know, while the show was still airing, they would exactly. show the reruns. Yeah. Uh, weekly, and I 
what that was part of my routine is to watch the reruns after school and um I know every episode word for word and I you know I'm like I'm a bit of a cynic by nature so yes. as a grown woman I you know I'm doc you know uh, Bill Cosby is just great you know like I was <laughs> talk about him to people like exactly. oh you know I'm just totally I you I mean I I just oh this one hurt like <laughs> really yeah. hurt. but yeah early on and I love Bill Cosby himself yeah. that stand up um you know I it's I it's it was funny okay it's it's so funny and that's pretty that's the most consistent part of all of this is I've always thought he was funny yeah, yeah. I've I've always you know just beyond anything about being uh him being aspirational yeah he made me laugh like his i saw him live um and it was funny like i he's he was funny he always made me laugh so you know and then he had this wholesome image that was really uplifting to me early on yeah yeah yeah, um, his yeah. family that that image was just very uplifting. Um, I and I embraced it wholeheartedly. I drank all that Kool Aid. Oh, I drank <laughs> okay. it up. I mean, it was all, all up in the Kool Aid, drinking <laughs> it, watching that, and yeah, in front of the television. You know, I was, I was um, you know, when we were having a conversation the other day, um, you know, about this kind of like right before leading up to this whole conversation and. And I was talking about how I grew up watching it and how, you know, during the, when it was, when it first came out, I had to go to Bible, you know, Bible study mm-hmm. on that night because it was uh, Thursday night, eight o'clock. And I, I was like, oh crap, and we didn't get out till nine. So we had to find a way to, to actually uh, watch it. So I recorded all these VHS and I have about 200 VHS tapes <laughs> well, at my dad's uh, up in the attic. Oh, I have DVDs. Oh yeah, I, yeah. I have. Uh, I've like the original stuff, and none of it's you know been taped over. You know how back in the eighties you, mm-hmm. you tape over things just a, a video or this or that or the other. But yeah, yeah, we we would literally run after you know services were over, and we would go and sit around you know the big tube television that was you know set on the floor it was basically a piece of furniture right mm-hmm. <laughs> everything was stacked on top of it and it it was like this whole experience because we would all you know come over and watch it at the same time and then that would be it and then mm-hmm. wait till the next week you know that was back when you had to actually wait week to week you know it was yeah, a yeah. streaming service thing which has spoiled all of us so much <laughs> <laughs> it's like but that commercial, was, right? Commercial. <laughs> you have to watch commercials. <laughs> I know, putting pop commercials. But just that whole experience <laughs> and just that communal experience—it it, it just. I know. It's like all of that. It's but like you know, gone. I must Still. say, personally, for I, in my circle, I was the only one that really watched the Cosby Show. It was my thing. Okay. Okay. I have three brothers. They were not digging it like I did. While yeah. they, but they did get, um, they understood the value in it. You know, they re- they respected the sh- respected Bill Cosby. Yeah. Um, yeah. But th- that was always my thing, right? Even amongst my friends, yeah. um, like my girlfriend, I'm telling you now, she's, you know, she was my friend back then, and she would, just, 
uh, be like, yeah, no, I'm cool on Bill Cosby. <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't, you know, because he wasn't, he didn't have the crudeness and, you know. Well, she just thought he was, she really did. She got this sense about him yeah. uh, that something was off. She really did. Even because we, we're still friends now. We were yeah, friends as yeah. kids and she just do, did not, she was, she felt, she's just like, he's weird. She's, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and right. I just never understood what she meant. Um, I didn't, I, I, I was like, what do you mean? Like, I would totally defend him. Like, <laughs> you know, it's so funny because I've, I've, I've kind of thought that too, but I'm like, no, he's just, you know, he's just quirky, you know? No. Uh, and then also, also, uh, I think it's important to note that the Cosby show wasn't just him, right? There was Claire and I loved Claire and, you oh, know, there were the yes. kids and I loved yes. the kids and it was yes. all sort of a collaboration. They were all funny. Okay. Yeah. Um, they were all funny. They were all great in those roles. Um, yeah. And, but I did, you know, personally, I, I spent money to see him. Like that was my thing. Right. No one like, you know, like, that's what I mean. No one around me really was trying to do that. Like that was me. I want to go see Bill Cosby. You know what I'm saying? Right. Right. Um, so you, well, you had more of a community of people who are with you on this. I was more, it was more just, you yeah. know, I yeah. love Bill Cosby. You know and, what I mean? And some of those, some of those people today, I, I've had conversations with and we've talked, you know, I've talked with them and I'm like, man, this is just, you know, and we talk about those, you know, old times where we'd sit down and, and, and talk and, and, and watch the show and talk about it after and just all this stuff that, you know, really didn't even realize, you know, it was really having a positive effect on us. And it's just so mm-hmm. sad because so much good came out of that show, but there's mm-hmm. an asterisk, a huge freaking <laughs> asterisk that's going to basically wipe most of what that, you know, the good the show did. And I just, it just saddens me so much. It really, you know, I, like I said, I'm, I'm pretty cynical. Okay. Um, I don't, I don't revere people like that. Um, yeah. I feel like yeah. people are people. Um, yes. yeah. You know, you put somebody on a pedestal, you down, you're bound to be disappointed. Okay. That's right. I right. have been like this, you know, since I was probably six, seven years old. Um, but he was, he was the exception. Okay. Mm -hmm. (laughs) This is Mm -hmm. how painful this was. Mm -hmm. Like this was excruciatingly painful to come to this realization that this person that I had revered in this way was capable of these things. Um, and I had this, I probably had the same reaction that a lot of people had in that there was a sense that you just, at first, disbelief about it. No, I don't believe. It. I, you know, I, I I was like, no, this is this is a lie. You know, it's, right. it's 60 women. They've all accused Bill Cosby of you know rape, drugging, sexual battery. You know, you know, sexual mm-hmm. misconduct, whatever. You know, okay, okay. You know, and then there was the instances of you know the the children that were 15 years of age, but mm-hmm. the statute of limitations have run out on it. And you're thinking about all that, and it's like, you know, no, but this, but then I, but I hear this this you know conspiracy theory that runs out and I, I, I like to put this out there and like you know this is all just a part uh, you know a grandiose plot to to take down the great bill cosby right because <laughs> <laughs> you know, he's on the black nbc and he, could, and he couldn't have a black man doing that so we just had to you know wow is that what i mean you know so 
I understand that. And I understand the desire for that to be the story. I really do. It, that's mm-hmm. so much more comfortable. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, of course. You know, it, it is so much more comfortable to let that be the story. Because you don't have to believe um, this, you know, this horrible thing about this person that you've exalted for so oh long. Oh, my right? God. Right? <laughs> Um, it's it you know we, we could still hold this person up to this sort of standard that we needed someone to hold. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? A savior, yeah. Uh, and I, I, you know, I would I can say at this point, um, I, it kind of reinforced because I he I made the exception for him. It was like I always had this feeling though not to put people on a pedestal in that way, right. and right. it just reinforced that that's that's the move. Um, you know, people are became Bill Christ instead of Bill Cosby. Yeah, yeah, right. Um, and I think for a lot, and I think this is why it's important for people of our age and our generation to discuss this, is because he came along when we were impressionable. This is a this is a this is a healing. This is this yes. Um, the impressionable age in which he came into um, our focus. I mean, he had been around for a while. He did I Spy and all that. Yeah. Um, yeah. But um, that show for people our age, you know, it, it really did something for us um, that's really hard to confront today as being somewhat. And that's, you know, I don't even know how to put this because we were, you know, we we're going to discuss this. Like, what do you do with the art? Right, right. Like, you know, because it's, it's not just him. There's a lot of people involved in the creation of this show. It's a very aspirational image. Yes, he's the captain of that ship. Uh, but, you know, you have all these great actors and writers that were involved. Um, what do you do with the art now? Like, I mean, clearly, I, I think it's it's obvious that you your feelings about it are tainted watching it now. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, but that doesn't change whether or not, you know, you can objectively assess whether or not it was a well-written show. Yeah. Cause it was a well-written show. I mean, everyone had a huge part, <laughs> you know, a lot of people had a huge part in making the show. So it's like, do you throw all those efforts and all those people away with it? You can't necessarily <laughs> do that, but at the same time, can you watch this? Right. Show? I haven't seen an episode of it since all of this happened. Yeah. And Have that's, you? And that's, oh, well, you know what? I went back and I actually, and there's one that I always watch. And it's The Last Barbecue. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's that episode with the barbecue. Where he's, sauce. you know, talking about he's got love sauce. It's like, oh, but it's like, the... I, just, I do that to myself. Just to drive home the Because uh, yeah. there's still this 1% part of me that just wants to say, this is, we're going to all wake up from this. This is not true. I know. Right? right? You, you want to. And then and then me having this personal, like, almost a personal connection with him because I've met him. So mm-hmm. it, it, it's, it's and, and I met him right after the show went off the air. Like, literally, um, I think it was, uh, when because when did the show go off the air? It went off the following year in June, and I met him later that year. Because mm-hmm. I was coming from New York and we we're in Atlanta, and he was on the same airplane we got off, and I met blah 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 blah, and I had him sign, you know, autograph for a newspaper, and I, you know, and I still have that newspaper in mm. those VHS, mm. <laughs> and he spoke so many times here in Savannah at one of our historically black colleges, one of the first, and it's just just having that connection, and just like. Mm-hmm. Oh. 
man. Yeah. It's like you've been lied to. <laughs> I, do. I know. But you know, you know, yeah. He he upheld he he upheld this persona that was obviously false. But he's an actor. Right. 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 Um, I think that's what we forgot. Yeah. He's a performer. That's what he does. That's that's yep. That's what that's why he that's it. That's what he does. That's who he is. He's an actor. He's a performer. And that's why because they are actors are always lying, right? <laughs> that, well, that, that's what that's the job. Yep, that's it. That's, that's it. the job to play a role. Yeah, and, um, and what I you know when I was looking back at some of the um things that he would talk about and even you know all of the uh, stand-ups that he would do the albums um and i was i was thinking back about this and i can't remember but there was a comedian that said you know comedians are some of the darkest people and they're the most troubled people but they they find humor in everything and i'm like huh that possibly makes sense like something long way happened to him <laughs> and and i don't know if you know because you know, now here's the thing things happen to everyone right but they don't become predatory right they don't do these things if you know so even saying that it's like no you know you could have you know seek help i don't know right you know uh joan river's daughter melissa rivers said a similar thing yeah. Um, she said, you know, she grew up around comedians all her life. And I don't think this is necessarily true, but I, I'm just, you know, just to emphasize your point. She said that there's something inherently broken about someone who has to sit up on the stage and tell everyone, just laugh. Okay? Right. Laugh. Right. I don't right. care if you're laughing at me. I don't care if you're laughing with me. Just please laugh. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, there, I mean, I, I, I don't know if everyone's comedian is broken, but there is something to that. Like, I mean, and I don't know if it's just comedy. I think, um, you know, we, there's I, taking into account that some people have a certain artistic temperament and a talent to do things. Um, yeah, somebody's yeah. just funny and they have an ability to get up on a stage and tell jokes comfortably and do that. Well, that doesn't mean they're broken. Yeah. Um, just like someone who's a good actor, you know, you know, they have a talent doesn't mean that they're crazy or anything Uh, however (laughs) and your ability to be successful in that business um you you know there's got to be a real drive okay yeah (laughs) you got to want it real bad yeah that's Um, you have to be laser focused because it's it's a hard (laughs) you got to want it real bad and um, if you want somebody who wants it that badly, you got to ask, you know, why do you want it that badly? Mm-hmm. Yep. You know, what is what's, what is behind that? Well, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Why do you need famous so badly? <laughs> that would, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And I think, you know, it's like we, we, you know, we, we all understand it, though, I think. Um definitely yeah Yeah. we all kind of have our own feelings about wanting some sort of validation and how great it would be to have that sort of fame and glory and money and um all of that so we don't necessarily judge these people that make it 
in the business you, you know it's like great you know it's, mm-hmm, it's, mm-hmm. It's especially when it's somebody like bill cosby that's aspirational and that he did it you know very cleanly it seemed um trying to give <laughs> right <laughs> trying to do wholesome comedy right yeah. Yeah. trying to do wholesome comedy being one of the first black people yeah. uh yeah. to to you know make it into mainstream television and comedy and then bring other black people with black storylines um, and then give tremendous amounts of money for black colleges and getting black people educated. It's like, we, we want to yeah. feel good about that. Like we yeah. celebrate yeah. these people. Right. We don't, you know, um, but you know, these, they're not social workers. No, no. Okay. No. It's a big difference. Big difference. <laughs> they're not social workers. They're, no, they're performers. Entertainers. Yep. They're entertainers with a thirst for validation and to be center of attention. Right. Yeah, that's it. That's it. that's all it's about. At the end of the day, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah, we, yeah. Like I said, we we really need to have this conversation because there are just so many things that you know culturally, you know, people of color are, are dealing with around this, and it's just. It's just so, it's like, it's like you, you get this person and like I said, you know, as exalted, you know, we put them up on this huge pedestal, like you said, and it's just, it's so hard when he gets yanked off, <laughs> but his vice, but you know, his own devices, you know, he, he did that, unfortunately. All right. Um, and I, I honestly, um, I, I think what would be, as much as this is personally culturally impactful for those of us who are fans of his um i think there's a larger narrative about abuse of power yeah yeah um and because yeah it comes right back to that (laughs) you know what i mean because the question is why wasn't he accountable after the first woman or Mm -hmm. the second woman or the third woman or the fourth woman or the fifth woman Mm -hmm. you know why why was there no accountability why wasn't he you know, because I think, you know, we ha- we have we've set up a system of some kind of accountability in that if you go ahead, you do you make a mistake, you do your time. There is some room to rebuild yourself. Um, you know, we can go ahead and let someone um, go back to work if they've have been held accountable. They've served their time. Right. Um, right. But the problem is that he was exempt from that for so long right and to and today as of right now he kind of still is (laughs) yeah yeah yeah. and he's not alone you know we're talking he's happened at the same time as the weinsteins and the epstein and the you know and the r kelly's you know Mm -hmm. Mm um so you know this didn't just happen with him it's not not isolated and it's a lot of other people getting away with it now and the issue is abuse of power, I think, more than anything else. That's the problem. And just being in, enabled by so many people. Surrounding. Yes. Why aren't those people being brought up on charges? Why you know what they, I mean? You know, why all of them? Because because they, they've not only affected um, the source of income for all those people that worked on the show, including the actors, but just, I mean, it's almost like they've taken away something from the general public because they let this thing continue on and on on and on and did not do anything because it was all about, you know, financial, you know, this, that, Mm -hmm. but, you know, and then I'm looking at all of his co-stars 
that are being affected by this because, you know, you know, nobody's going to watch the show, at least not in the same light. And, you know, it's not going to be in syndication, you know, on most places now. So it's like, you know, yeah, it's like that's that kind of hurts, you know, because, <laughs> you know, because you got, um, what was his name? Um, he played uh, Elvin on the show. Um, oh, um, I, I can't, t- Thibodeau or something. Um, some yeah, yeah. French yeah. Name. I can't um, remember. I know what you mean. Yeah, his first name I can't remember it, but um, yeah, he as a you know, recently I think it was I think he was working at Trader Joe's something like that or somewhere like that, and you know I don't know if that you know and Tyler Perry actually took him on and you know had him audition for a role on one of his shows and and you know he was briefly talking about some of that and he was saying that you know the visuals you know although it wasn't you know a whole lot it was still you know something that you know and then just the whole stigma behind it it was like he was almost blackballed for something that he didn't do <laughs> it's just like you know and i'm like well police shot isn't you know isn't being affected right now as far as well I can see. she had said that she did that tweet defending him when he got out yeah um and she ooh, she yeah. was getting it uh, yeah. I, I don't know yeah. if that's affected her work at this point, but I know she was like publicly scorned yeah. uh, after yeah. she did so. That was very recent. That's when he got released. Um, yeah. She tweeted something about justice. And know. then uh, Keisha, she also, you know, of course she was going, you know, arm in arm with him going to the courtroom and coming mm. out during a lot of that, you know, little Rudy. So, mm. uh, <laughs> you know, it, it's just, you know, and then, you, and then you have, uh, Theo. Yeah. <laughs> he, you know, he, he kind of defended them too. So, and now it's like you don't hear anything. I think the only person that from the very beginning um, really came out was the, um, I can't remember his name. He hasn't really been in too much of anything that really since. Um, I think he was a, a pastor or something like that. Um, but um, he played um, uh, not. Not Sandra, um, Denise's Denise. um, um, husband, the Navy husband, yeah, Navy husband. I can't remember his mm-hmm. name, but yeah, um, I, I know who you're talking about, yeah, yeah, but but he came out from the very beginning. He was like, I knew it was this, and you know, this, that, and the other. And I'm like, mm-hmm. no, but he went to work, but you went to work, he didn't and say didn't say nothing, yeah, yeah. So, uh, I don't well, know. I mean, to be fair, if he's not, uh, if if this isn't happening on set directly and all you hear is rumors. Yeah. yeah. Um, I don't know that what there, what there's can you a do lot. About that? Right, right. I don't know if there's yeah. a lot you can do about that as a co star. Yeah. Now it's different How, if you're in his home. Right. Something happens and you see that. But then but then still, what do you what do you do at that point? If you see something uh, happening, you gotta say something. Well, well, I mean, if you see something happening, I'm not. I'm just saying, if you and then you tell all these people, and then they still are dismissive. You go to the police, and then they do a report. I think there was one, uh, one incident, and this happened in I think it was 2000. I think it's 2001 or something. Like that. It was before the um, Andrea um, concept, the whole issue with her that happened around 2003, 2004. And they, the police came in, they actually brought him in and 
a whole bunch of stuff and they did nothing. They just they just pushed it right under the rug. Mm. I don't know if the execs came in and you know worked their magic. I don't well, know what happened, but it was just like you how, know what do you do at at that point when you actually go to the police and you know well, you know, I, I talked about, you know, I mentioned R. Kelly. Okay. Mm-hmm. That video of what he did to that 14 year old girl happened how many years ago? Like, that was, yeah. Yep. I, I mean, that was a video. Okay. Yeah. Yep. That was so long ago. Uh, in between that video and now, there's how many women in between there? I had, was just, you know, abused girls yeah Yeah. Uh, and this is sort of it's like well someone this means that someone's paying some lawyers and publicists Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. they're conspiring basically to allow continue operating as he does like there's there there are actual people yeah Yeah. who are directly implicated in covering this up jello pudding pops jello pudding pops frozen pudding on a stick you know, Jello Pudding Pops is a winner with all the soapbox racers I know. It is? Mm-hmm. And even your mechanics are getting all revved up about it because it's so rich and creamy. Yeah! And it always gets the green light from Mom because it's made with real pudding. Mm. Jello Brand Pudding Pops. All the goodness of real Jello Pudding. So you know it's wholesome. A true winner! And it gets a green light from Mom! Mmm! <laughs>
Hello? Hey, you went out for a few I, seconds. I'm, yeah, I lost the connection. I'm really sorry. I don't know how that happened. No, you're fine. You're fine. Yeah. Somebody's trying to cut us off from having this impactful <laughs> conversation. That's what it is. Sorry about that. <laughs> But yeah, um, I was just saying that there, there's a, there are people directly implicated in covering this up. Oh yeah, yeah, of course. Um, of course, of course. And I'm sure that there's a lot of people. It can't be one or two. Um, but the other thing is that so many people didn't want to know. I think. Right. And they don't want it to be true. Yeah. Um, I went through and- that. I, mm-hmm. I think a lot of people are still going through that whole thing. It's like, it's, it's, yeah. a lot. it's like, how much more evidence do you need before you, you know? Yeah. I mean, I didn't want to believe it at first. It's, it, it's just too awful. And it's the, to the, the, the egregious extent yeah. to which this was carried. It's like, oh my goodness. It's like, right. You know, it's, I mean, it's unbelievable. It really is. Um, but you have to believe it. Um, you can't, you have to, you can't just dismiss it. I, and there's still, I know there's a lot of people who want to dismiss it. They really do. Um, and I, I mean, I guess I get that, but uh, I don't think in a rational way you can. Yeah. Um, yeah. This was real. This is, this is really, this was, this is real. This is, this happened. Like, um, it's it's a it's a huge it, it's um it's very painful yeah and yeah. you can't just turn away from it because of that this is yeah this is like i said it's a really it's something that we're all struggling with all across the board it's just you know because this was america's dad right this was oh my god not Dr. just Huxtable. black people's dad this was everybody's dad right because i remember hearing conversations about it in school and everyone would talk about it, you know, and it was, yeah. it was like, oh, this is just, it, it, it cut deep, really. Oh my goodness. Yeah. I mean, you know, I have three brothers and so many of the jokes and the dynamics that they depicted in the show yeah. felt like our house, like, don't touch me, stop touching me. You know exactly. I mean? Exactly. Like, right. Right. Like, right. You know what I mean? And, yeah. it's, and it, I mean, everyone's family, basically. And that was his shtick. Like, that was his, like, when I saw him, this is a, in, in live, uh, I want to say 2002. Yeah. He was more, he was less talking about uh, his kids and he was more, the jokes were about him and his wife. And it was the same kind of thing where it's like, oh, the jokes are so accessible and that, you know, it's, it's, it's very relatable. Exactly. And yeah. he was very good at turning these mundane moments into something that you can just, just split, your, just laugh. It's, I mean, right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, he, he, there's no denying that he was a talented comedian. Yeah, yeah. Um, even the scenes from the uh, show itself in the, um, I remember um, the first season, um, Vanessa and uh, Rudy and they're in the bathroom and, you know, she won't get out the bathroom and he's like, come here, come here, 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 here. Oh, my God. <laughs> I, yeah, related to that so much. And now as a parent, I'm hearing myself. Oh. Say some of those same things to my oh. 
It's like, you know, oh, I'm saying things that I would never have thought I would say. Like, get out of the refrigerator naked. I mean, <laughs> you know, it's like, what? <laughs> what? What? <laughs> off the wall crazy things. And now it's like, when you've, oh. when you've had all those years of history, you, you see it as a child and then now as a parent and now you've got these new feelings because yeah. there's not this wholesomeness behind it anymore and yeah. then you have like oh Jesus like now you've got these you want to protect your child from people like him right but then, but then before it you know you were I guess taking some of your parenting you know <laughs> whatever you know or relating to what he was doing on screen and it's just yeah yeah. Yeah, I know. Um as as a parent, I too um was just I I found I mean, you know what? I have to be honest right now. Um as a kid, uh much of the content that was entertaining to me from the, you know, from the Cosby show, yeah, was from the perspective of a kid. Exactly. It was from the perspective of, you know, my dad's just like that. You know, That's my, my brothers it. do all of those things. Yeah. Yeah. But as a parent, it's, I must say, it is less relatable because, you know, whenever it stresses about bills on the Cosby show. No, <laughs> you know no, no, no. Right. You know, like, right. Nobody, you know, no one gets really sick on the Cosby show. Like, you know, I, you know, uh, I have a sickle cell child. Yeah. Um, so it's like no one on the Cosby show, none of the kids had anything to deal with that uh, that was that heavy. And you're, you know, you're grateful. Except it's for entertainment. Theo. Well, it's yeah, like, dyslexia. Yeah. yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's true. Um, that was a that was a really that was personally helpful to me actually. Yeah. Um, but then again, it was that was helpful to me from the perspective of a sister. Um, right. right. You know, but as an adult, it's like. Oh, it's it is less relatable. It's like some of those jokes, uh, you know, come here and you know all that. Mm-hmm. Were there, but I do find that it didn't demonstrate a lot of what it is to be a parent. Uh, but it's a comedy show, okay? I'm not even. I'm not. Maybe he you know, was trying to shy away from that because I think some, you know, before that, what do we have? We have the Jeffersons that moved up, and then we had. Uh, uh, all these other shows like Good Times, Sanford and Son, and they were mm-hmm. always about struggle and you know. It's true, I yeah, but you know Claire's a lawyer. How does she have time for all that other stuff? Like, he's a he's a he's a doctor. How <laughs> they have time to keep up with all this kid stuff all the time? You know perfect, what I mean? A perfect doctor, right? Right. How are we're, right. who's going to the PTA meetings <laughs> and who's you know picking who up from practice and. You know, who's, who's turn? you know, everybody's, who's so tired and irritated, you know, on a daily basis. They ain't got time for that. This is like, TV. It all gets done. Right? <laughs> yeah, right. And they don't have no maid or they don't know house help, nothing like that. And there's six kids or yeah. five. Yeah. Five. 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 Yeah. five kids. So, you know what I mean? It's like as a parent, yeah, as a kid, it, this is cute. And this is the type of uh, life that you, you know, this idealized image of, uh, mommy and daddy and home life that's very comforting to watch. Um, you know, everything kind of gets resolved with the joke and the real problems happen to other people, you know, like oh, yeah, teen, yeah. teen pregnancy and stuff. That's somebody else. Yes. <laughs> you know, this or doing this. Right. Like, you know, that, that joint was not Theo's. 
No, 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 no. Of course not. That was another kid. In reality, it was. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) We know. Right. And now it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. I know, right? (laughs) But I must say, I mean, from the perspective of a mother, yeah. not even a, a specific, not even a parent entirely, but specifically a mother, um, it is less relatable to me. I have to say, yeah. um, I, you know, even before yeah. all of this happened, uh, you know, I, you know, I stopped watching it, uh, just out of just, I don't know. It just, I think, you know, I think when you become a parent, a lot of things change anyway. But yeah. some, to some degree, I just have time to watch anything. Right, right, <laughs> but, right, right. But it did, I, I must say, um, as a mother in particular, it's like, you know, if you're, you're trying to work and you're trying to raise kids, you know, and your hair ain't always going to look perfect like Claire's. Right, right. <laughs> Your mom yeah. got compared to her all the time, and she was in the same profession. So yeah, it was like uh, you know, but there was only two of us. There was only me and my sister, right? And right. We're four years apart, so I'm right. the oldest. You know, I, I, I was I was the perfect child. I never <laughs> anyone any trouble. So <laughs> totally lying, but <laughs> but you know, and, and I saw with her schedule, you know, it was just like you know, ah, you know, because I was a latchkey kid, so I you know mm-hmm. I was you know going back and forth. You know, as most kids in the 80s were. That's just, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. And yeah. it, it was just, with her schedule, just with us two being separated, and, you know, it was a lot. So I'm like, five? Mm-hmm. I, hmm. You right. Know, now, now looking at it, I'm like, yeah, that's not, no. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. so there was a lot of aspects that, you know, you know, now if you want to say parenting, you know, certain, you know, parenting styles and certain things that you're dealing with you know just the general you know things of you know being a parent I can you know relate to some of those things but there are a lot definitely not so much right yeah um yeah I mean ultimately I still if I if we if this show wasn't tainted with what we know about Bill Cosby it, I still think it, it would be a funny show. Like, I, I haven't seen it since. I'm, I, it's hard for me right now to just even watch it. Yeah. <laughs> laugh. Would, you, would, like, you, would you ever watch it again? Uh, I don't know if I would say never. Um, yeah. But I don't, I mean, it would, it would be different. Uh, I don't, I could maybe still laugh. I could maybe still find some of these moments and jokes really funny. I don't know, honestly. Uh, but I, but ultimately that was what was consistent to me. Yes. Bill Cosby was aspirational, but I thought he was funny. Um, right, right. You know, I, that was it. He was funny. Um, so, so can you still laugh? That's the know. question. I know. And it's, it's like now you're laughing at some of these jokes and some of the jokes that I used to laugh at. It's like now it's like, wait a minute. Was that a bread crumb or <laughs> what? <laughs> barbecue sauce, you know, and the uh, bed beside chairs. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> I know it's like, but then again, it is it's horrible. <laughs> but then, but then you know there are yeah. other things going on in the show that weren't about that. Yeah. That um, a lot. you know, but... you know what I'm saying. And I would like to think that maybe I, because I do believe good art is good art. Um, if we, you know, uh, um, dismissed every piece of art created by someone who has done questionable things or even diabolical things, there would be no art. Yeah. Um, so I do feel like you can still judge the art on its own merits. 
um, that that doesn't mean the person shouldn't be held accountable. And that's the issue. It's the accountability yeah, uh, that yeah. the person still needs to have for their actions. Um, R. Kelly, is there yeah. like, like, like with, with, with the art? Right. I, you know, honestly, I was never a big fan of his, honestly. I, I, I was never a big giant R. Kelly fan. Never. Um, me either. Never. You know, never, he, never, he, never. his right. You know, <laughs> it was if he can't. You know, his stuff would come on, and it's like, I mean, I wouldn't roll my eyes, but I didn't buy his stuff. Oh, that was me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was me. That was I me. didn't buy. I didn't buy his stuff. I didn't spend money on R. Kelly. Yeah. Um. So uh, you know, I'm probably not the best person to ask. Uh, Aging up with a number. <laughs> yeah. Ugh. On the breadcrumbs are there too. Oh, I know. Oh, but that, I mean, that wasn't even a secret. He was with Aaliyah, and it was he was she was a child, and he put her in the song. Little cute Aaliyah's got it mm-hmm. in the song, and mm-hmm. she was what some like twelve years old when he wrote that or uh-huh. something. Yeah. There's not a breadcrumb. He's telling it. Right, right. He's right. telling you, and that's what and I'm like. The open, yeah. That's what I'm saying. It's I'm like the problem is accountability. Like the how did everyone around allow this to perpetuate? Right. If he had been held accountable early on. This wouldn't be this enormous story like this. It what, would be. What? What if the Cosby Show never existed? Um, there would be another. There would be a different show. Uh, someone else would have done a show. Um, I, I, I think I honestly think that oftentimes what happens with art. Yeah. Um, is that someone is filling a vacuum? Yeah. Someone is it, it's time for something, right? The, it, the the moment is here, and the question isn't whether or not it's going to happen; it's who's going to do it. Yeah. Um, yeah. And he was the person in that position to do it. Um, yeah. I think that I like you know I think we were discussing Blackish came out, yeah. Uh, yeah. and you know it was not whether or not somebody was going to do. Uh, a black family sitcom that was successful and you know had kind of hit a lot of the marks that the audiences were looking for it was the question of who's going to do it yeah. um, and I mean I, I feel like um, Bill Cosby was successful at it because you know he didn't just jump on the scene in the 80s he had been doing this and making inroads in this business for decades before the Cosby show came out yeah yeah um, you know, it was him. Because um, when I look at when I look at shows, um, especially you know what we're talking about here, I was like, I, I look at it from the lens of it's a wonderful life, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, what if this never? And then I try to look at all the things surrounding that that would not have happened, or mm-hmm. this or that, and I'm like. There's a lot of stuff, a lot of people that were influenced. And mm-hmm. I, I, I don't know if someone else would have had the same effect. I, I, like I said, I don't know. I, I, you know, I can't go back and rewrite history or, you know, try to figure out, you know, <laughs> anybody else at that time, because anyone else at that time definitely would not have, have had their own uh, sitcom, especially not with the comedy, the way they were doing it 
during that time. I mean, I can't even imagine Eddie Murphy having a, you know, you know, you know, you know what I mean? I, I can't, I cannot imagine that, you know. Oh, gosh. Oh, you know, my goodness. Yeah. Richard, Richard <laughs> I'm, I'm not seeing that either. So, no. Figure out in all these other people, you know. Nah, I, I yeah. Just, yeah, that's a good point. I mean, he was uniquely positioned. Yeah, like I said, like, and like you said, he was in that unique position to do that at that time. So it, it's just... yeah, he had he had cultivated a career that made that moment. And you, I mean, people got to remember this. He was in the Guinness Book of World Records because of this show. Like that's how right. successful this show was. Right, right. Um, this is not just something that black people watched. <laughs> okay, right. Everybody watched this show. Um. Yeah, I mean, I do think you're probably right that he, you know, the no one, I think it's no one could have done the Cosby show, obviously. It wouldn't have been this wholesome sort of image. Okay. Yeah. That would have been something completely different. It would have been, been something else. Lines of, um, what is it? Um, uh, Jefferson's, or not, not necessarily that show itself, but just one of those shows. It would have reverted back or stayed in it, and it would have been this political, you know, thing. <laughs> Which, which yeah. I I don't think needed to continue on at that time. I think that was mm-hmm. you know there needed to be a positive, and I think that's what it was really mm-hmm. truly all about was the positive image of a black family on television. Yeah, and that was a pinnacle of that at that very moment, and I think that's yeah. what needed, needed to happen. And well, I don't know. I mean, well, here's one. I mean, what if you know, like, for example, Debbie Allen being yeah. one of the collaborators with Bill Cosby to create a different world. She had been, she had been in, done fame. Okay. Yeah. She had had inroads in the business. Mm-hmm. What if she had done a show about herself being uh, the star and it was a family show hmm. um, upholding, you know, these and and maybe she was a dancer because that's yeah. what Debbie Allen is and yeah. maybe she yeah. put her sister Felicia Rashad in the show. Well, I know those shows all too well. I mean, right? Yeah, and maybe yeah. she uses <laughs> her husband. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, her <laughs> husband being a basketball professional basketball player. Maybe mm-hmm. she uses that in the show. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, you know, there are different avenues that could be taken. Somebody, I mean, Debbie Allen, um, in a lot of ways, was right there with this. Yeah. Um. You know, there there are different ways to, to have seen this. There are different uh, openings, I think. Um, I but I, I agree that there was no one like Bill Cosby in this in this space um, to be America's dad. Yeah, yeah. Um, if that's what we're looking at, I don't know who else could have been America's dad. You're I, right. I, I, I don't. I don't. Yeah. Like, and I was sitting there. I was like. Who else at that time? It's like no, we, no, he was in a unique position, you know. Unfortunately, <laughs> you know, there was mm-hmm. nobody else at that at that time that I could see. You know, yeah. I'm, I'm kind of glad Eddie Murphy didn't do it, you know, because we got coming to America. So, you know, yeah. years later, so I'm kind of glad about that. <laughs> well, yeah, but I mean, let's throw that. Like, what if there was? What if this was a female centered show? What if? You know what I'm saying? That, what if that? What if that had been 
the the move? What if that was the direction? How many young girls or women yeah. not only would see themselves differently or but how many of them would have taken on more roles as a leader of a show like directing a showrunner like you know the debbie allen show mm-hmm. um this mm-hmm. you know how many women or girls would have been empowered by having a female yeah. uh cr- yeah. show, create a show for themselves like roseanne uh came uh you know not too far after the cosby show yeah. Um, which I actually enjoyed. I, I thought Roseanne was a really important show. Um, you talk about telling the truth about a struggle being a parent <laughs> and, having <laughs> pay, and having difficulties paying bills and everybody yeah. don't look perfect all the time. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, I, I enjoyed that show and it was funny. Um, so it's not like it couldn't be done or anything. Um, but the question is, could that space have been created for a black woman? I don't know. I think so. I think it actually did in some ways with a different world, but that was again Bill Cosby's thing. That was his baby. You know? <laughs> that was still his kind of thing, even though Debbie Allen yeah. was uh, made. You know, she was she was the showrunner for a different world, basically. Um, I, I think I think the costume show it 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 did um, display different sides of black women on the show and I think it did pretty well for the most part um from from a man's standpoint okay (laughs) you had Denise you know you know she was you know flower child pretty much um Mm -hmm. I can relate to that a lot and (laughs) then there's um Sandra you know you know, she was more of a intellectual, I think. And then there was, of course, the mother, which mm-hmm. was a lawyer. That was something that really hadn't been seen as far as I know. Mm-hmm. Um, a black woman on television. And then you had, uh, of course, Rudy. She's, you know, child. And then, mm-hmm. oh, but she's, you know, got this big personality. And then you have, um, I always forget her name. Vanessa. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, to me, I never liked Vanessa. I'm sorry. I I don't know. She was whiny to me. She she was the irritating sister. She really was. Kind of the petty. She reminds me of my sister. That's what it is. (laughs) (laughs) See, I don't have any sisters. (laughs) You know, know, I I don't have any sisters. So I thought they were all normal. They can can be irritating. (laughs) (laughs) I know. I, I did that job pretty good. Yeah, <laughs> I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I mean, I'm not trying to imply that the Cosby Show marginalized women. No, 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 no. no. Um, yeah, I, I got that. I just wanted to make that clear that you know it, they, they took some strides, and, and despite you know, him pretty yeah. much, you know, being the forefront of that. Yeah, you know, it kind of feels kind of icky now, but you know. Yeah, I, I, yeah. Yeah, I I think they worked hard to show women um, as because like you said they go from you know Sandra being she was a, she was pre law or mm-hmm. at some point and then she tried to open the wilderness factory or right, wilderness right. store so you know they have the you know their career driven aspects of women and then they have the sort of you know free free love hippie aspects so they didn't uh, pigeonhole women yeah. uh, they did try to show different sides to women. 
Um, and I, I, that was one, that was another thing about the show that I absolutely adored. Um, obviously Claire was just, you know, she, they, they, we got just this graceful mother, this woman that, you know, not just black woman, any woman would aspire to be like Claire. Right. And Felicia Rashad just played her like, you know, she was her. Oh Um, yeah. It was just, uh, you know, it was seamless. Uh, her depiction of of Claire, so I totally appreciate that. I'm, you know, um, I I and even there were even points where, you know, they challenged that directly when Elvin was like, you know, you bring that's great, you serve your man, and she's like, oh, <laughs> oh what? And that whole diatribe she did, and she's like, you're not gonna have no woman bring you nothing ever, and it was like, whoo. See, um, it was a lot of that. I know. Oh, you just love it, that SmackDown. That was so good. It got me and, thinking, too. It was like, ooh, wait a minute, yeah, okay? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. They, you know, yeah. they did. That was great. Um, it really was. Um, and I'm, I, I, I appreciate that. But again, in hindsight, mm-hmm. this was done by someone mm-hmm. who clearly did not view women. <laughs> <laughs> no, in a way that was in remotely respectful. No. <laughs> and you know, he, you know, he put all these things. You know, it was the you know OBGYN and then this. Oh, ah, about that, and it was down in his basement office. Oh my god! And he was always down there with mm-hmm. the. You know what I mean? Oh my god! I know. Yeah, you know this was an inside joke amongst people who knew about him. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you knew yeah, it had yeah. to be. Yeah, yeah. They laughing. Yeah. About yeah. how he acts. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I remember all those little scenes down there in the office, and it was just always him. And it, and I don't know if you've ever noticed, and you know, if you go back, if you ever watch the show again at any point, and you go back to those episodes where he's down there, he always seems like he is frustrated when someone walks into the office. <laughs> always, no, 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 always. He's always because he's in there with the, with with you know the woman, and someone walks in. You know you're not supposed to. It's always something like that. <laughs> Every single, and it was it wasn't a whole bunch of episodes where he was down there, but it was yeah. always that. It was always that. And I'm like, huh. Mm-hmm. It's like you can't. It, it, it's almost yeah. like a. A serial killer, and they there was no nurse. Where was the nurse? Right there. Right. How was there no nurse like prepping patients? It there doesn't nothing. add up. I know <laughs> well, it adds up, but just in the I know. Way. Ugh. Yeah. Ew. <laughs> right, right. Oh, right. so gross. So yeah. painful. It, it, <sighs> yeah, just just thinking about that, and I'm like, but see, that's what it is, though. That's kind of they're perform. He's an actor. Yeah. He is a performer. Yeah. Okay. All yeah. of this is an act. All of this, this show, you know, for show. All of this is is a magic trick. Yeah. Um, yeah. and I think we forget that we drink that Kool Aid. Um, like we we forget that he's an actor, not a social worker. Like exactly. he he's not that he's not exactly. actually someone. Who makes their living looking after people who can't look for look after themselves? That's not right. the that's not who he is. That's not what he's doing. Right. He is a performer. Um, yep. You know, like the Fresh Prince of Bel Air. It was like a, a kind of a follow up for uh, the Cosby Show. 
Right. Exactly. And, you know, Will Smith is kind of burying his soul these days. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, he's, it's like, you know, the, you really, I, it's, I'm really grateful that nothing horrible's come out about the press. Fresh Prince or anything, you yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah. oh, you're holding your breath, <laughs> right? They have but, that whole, like you find out like, that Bill's dead now, right? 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 <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, I <laughs> know. But um, I think what's really great about what Will Smith is doing right now is giving us a bit of his humanity. Um. You know, we're getting to see behind the performances. Um, You know, he's a person. Like, he's not, you know, the hero on TV. I'm so glad you said that. I just started. This is a total sidebar, but I'm going (laughs) to drive on it for a few seconds and then come right back. But he's got this new show. It's for National Geographic. It's... (sighs) Oh, it is mm-hmm. great. Uh, oh I know. God. Isn't it on Disney Plus? Uh, it's yeah, Disney. Yeah, Disney. I am yeah, Disney Plus. Oh, mm-hmm. I, I saw. Like, did you? I'm gonna be watching that too. I saw that it was there, and yeah. he goes all over the earth and yeah, these amazing places. Yeah. I know. Yeah, yeah, just, yeah. That, just that one aspect of just no sound down in the. Yeah. I was like, that's kind of piece I need because everything's always moving you know especially in my brain but yeah yeah <laughs> I get you yeah um you know I he's I mean he can still he's still he's being Will Smith yeah uh, he's mm-hmm. gonna you know give us his personality and I'm sure some of this is gonna be performance oriented to some degree because it, it's, he's on camera of course um yeah, yeah. but I I really appreciate um, because he wrote that. I met him too, by the way. Uh, anyway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he just, oh, we go curse us. You stop meeting people. No, 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 not them too. Not too. I know. <laughs> I know. Come on, man. <laughs> I mean, as I'm saying, it's like <laughs> I'm like he's right. He wrote this biography, this autobiography about his life. Um, that is, you know creating this accessibility, you know, making him human, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Which it kind of, you know, what I'm saying is that they're performers, they're actors, and we exactly. exalt them, and we get these images that we project onto them. And, you know, as much as we're entertained by them, and as much as sometimes the, that form of entertainment touches us personally, we do have to remember that. Uh, we do have, and I, and I can speak for myself, I kind of, I drank that Bill Cosby Kool-Aid. I should have First of all, I do think that there is some accountability for those who didn't, who made sure he wasn't accountable. Mm-hmm. Because, mm-hmm. you know, we're not just stupid for assuming that, you know, if somebody's running around raping people, somebody's going to stop them. Right. <laughs> you know right. I mean? right. right. We're not right. stupid to assume that that should happen. Yeah. Exactly. Um, yeah. Um, so there, there's, there's a whole thing happening associated with that, that. Uh, isn't just about keeping some form of distance from, you know, entertainment and entertainers and understanding that they are performers. Um, but, um, you know, I, I think it's good, though, when we, we do get actors like Will Smith that volunteer that and kind of bear their soul and um, give us. And, and what it does is it helps us reflect for ourselves. Um, yeah. It helps us stop putting them on a pedestal right. and right. Um, 
see that you know we're all we're all people are people and if whatever we're exalting them for we can exalt ourselves for you know whatever we can usually you know admonish someone else for we can admonish ourselves for too like usually it's not as egregious as raping a bunch of people but um you know no 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 oh my god but you do but you do kind of yeah. learn it's nice from you know speaking on will smith that he wrote this book and he's talking about um a lot of his very human experiences that aren't necessarily flattering to him oh yeah yeah yeah. And, um, you know, it helps us maintain a certain perspective, I think, along with uh, helping guide our own sense of reflection in life, which I think the Bill Cosby moment can do, too. Yeah. Um, you give us a moment of reflection on ourselves and why we needed America's dad to be America's dad so badly. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> Right, right, right. Like, you know, let's reflect on that for a second. Why do we need that so badly? I'm trying to think of any other any other American dads, right? That that we needed that have taken a major fall. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, we forget Family Matters too. That was another show. Yeah, with Urkel. You know. Uh-huh. Um, uh-huh. Uh, but you know, there's Dan Connor uh, yeah. for the for Roseanne. Um, I'm, and I'm talking like for our like you know you can go back and yeah it's yeah, the Andy yeah. Griffith show and shit but like <laughs> yeah right <laughs> like, right you know, exactly you know um, but no no there's I mean I like I said he was in the Guinness Bill Cosby was in the Guinness Book of World Records for the success of that show so there's clear there's nothing there's nothing like that there was nothing like no, that show at all. There was nothing like it. It was an anomaly for sure. For uh, yes, and I mean, first of all, it just was funny. I can't say that enough. It was just funny, but obviously, it was there was something to it that we were thirsty for, and we just drank that Kool Aid so wholeheartedly. Yeah, right. I mean, we were so thirsty for it. Just go straight (laughs) in, right? Look back, and it's like, wait a minute, you you can't. You can't go all the way into something like that and just not think about everything surrounding yeah. it because you, because you, <sighs> it's like it's like getting yourself into a relationship, right? And it it, it just you just put everything. <laughs> there it in. is. That's a great. I, that is such a great analogy. It's like you know you find out the guy is a jerk, right? And you know you're just, but you can't just move on with it and be like oh you know there's there's plenty right. to do that. It's like why did you just go so feet first head first into that you relationship like all, that yeah. why did you just and you don't even barely know the person like we don't know the bill guys he's a stranger right right we were just so invested right you know over the screen right like, you know right. I mean? <laughs> so i mean and i think that has i think the answer to that has a lot yeah. to do with first of all um how much we invest in mass media in general yeah. Um, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. the mediums of television and even music, um, yeah. how much of ourselves we invest in that. Yeah. Um, but also uh just from a entertainment perspective, we were just tired of that same old stereotype of us being too a little too loud. Right. <laughs> you know? too a little loud. too boisterous, a little too ignorant, you know, ignorant. What I mean? a little too poor. Po. <laughs> well, you gotta say Poe. Yeah. Poe. We were just tired of it. We didn't want to see a Sanford and Son in the junkyard. 
Yeah, you know, we didn't, we didn't see that. Stick up, man. <laughs> you know, in the hood. You know, right. Outside we're, Chicago. It, you know, we got all that. Right? Yes. And we so were. somebody in a brownstone in Brooklyn, you know. Yes. And to show that, you know, but, on to, but I think also, I think one of the things that's really important that I personally felt at that time was I was grateful that there was a family that looked a little bit more like mine. Like I, I right. wasn't trying right. to like uh, project something uh, because I was so wounded in my own life. It was exactly. like, you know, yes, thank yeah. you. We don't live in the junkyard. Like, yes, <laughs> I don't live in the junkyard. I don't right. live in, you know, the, on the 20th story in Chicago. Uh, you know, I, you know, and I definitely don't live in a high rise in, you know, in New I, York City. Okay, so. I speak in complete sentences. Okay, right, I right. where is that person? Right. Me, I don't not a thing. bounce yeah. my neck when I talk. <laughs> where is the person on TV that looks and talks like me? I'm not always um, angry. You know what I mean? Or scheming? I'm or not frying right. chicken every night. Like, where is she <laughs> that looks and sounds like my mom? Okay. Right. Right. My mom is an interior right. decorator. Um, there are no black women interior decorators. Like, where is she? Clara was the closest. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yep. And that's kind of what I think that's one of the things that happened. It's like, it's not that we didn't have that. It's not that our lives, we were looking to aspire to something that was inaccessible. It was just great. It's finally something I can personally relate some... to. Right. Right. On television. I think a lot of what, you know, I think of definitely something that would be more interesting as far as what I can tell and what I've heard people say. And I think some shows have touched on it would be a family that maybe necessarily isn't, you know, well to do, but they, they are struggling, struggling a bit, but mm-hmm. they have all the humanity and all of these characteristics that, the Cosby family had and then some because that's really honestly that's the reality and I'm trying to think of any shows that have done it like that on television I'm talking about no. movies, but just on television and I haven't I, really seen that well uh, not for black people no no um, no that's what I'm saying yeah yeah no I mean I talked about Roseanne they were poor okay they were not right right you know kind of middle class you know, we, we worry about bills now and then, but generally we fine. Um, you know, no, I, there's, it's one extreme or the other. Whenever you see a, I think, a Black or Latinx family in that same position, it's always exaggerated, completely mm-hmm. exaggerated to the other side of it. And it's, it's just, you know, or they have to have these cultural differences that really they really aren't a, a difference, but it's just, I don't know. It's just, it's just weird the way they portray it. I, I guess they're just feeding into these stereotypes because they haven't actually sat down and talked <laughs> to people. You know well, what I mean? Well, yeah. Here's, yeah. And I mean, I, I think this is, this is true for all of, um, this is television. This is films. This is plays when it's about the writing okay right if you can if you are if you can write an honestly funny joke you don't need a shtick okay you don't need to have the cousin or the brother jumping around going dynamite all the time 
Right. You can just write a funny moment and let it be completely relatable and not ex- some exaggeratedly loud situation. <laughs> exactly. Um, because, I mean, if you're a talented writer, uh, that's what you do. Um, you, you don't, the, you, you conform to the situation. So if you just create a show where the people in it, uh, let's say they're a business owner like yourself, uh, you, you run a small business, um, you know, you're, if you're doing all right, you're, you're doing all right. But you still have to worry about, you know, your business, right? You exactly. can't, it's not, it's not fantasy land where, you know, no. you just, you have five, <laughs> yeah. you know, you have a million dollars in the bank and, you know, yeah. you just, you have this sort of situation I where, I <laughs> well, I don't know. I, I'm just saying, know, we're, we're back on the Cosby show. Then, <laughs> yeah, like, know. <laughs> you know, by the way, did nobody have like, you know, loans like student loans or medical school loans or anything like that like right, <laughs> in the Cosby right, show right. no one had you know outstanding loans paying for it. education yeah. I a, a lot of the episodes this, I'm paying 40 you know I remember them saying that, for the time. kids yeah, yeah they were paying for the kids education but they're like they didn't have you didn't have your med school bills all paid like, yeah it's like really you coming out <laughs> okay that's awesome that's a lot of things, right? <laughs> you know That's not saying? reality. You lawyer, you ain't got you. Didn't, yeah. You know, law school was just y'all took care of that, huh? They go in default yeah, because yeah. they can't afford to pay the loans. Okay. Yeah. Um. So yeah. yeah, I mean, this. I'm. I'm not trying to drag the conversation. I mean, I. I feel no, like no, no, no. you know that was what that was. We 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 needed to get away from that for a second. I really do. Right. believe that that's true uh we needed a, an escape from that and that gave us that but i also think like i'm like i mentioned as a parent particularly a mother um i could definitely relate more to roseanne <laughs> <laughs> yeah right <laughs> like no, yeah. I, i'm not poor but um just the kind of exhaustion um that happens you know, um, you know, in in those shows, the fatigue, yeah, yeah, the fatigue <laughs> of you know this, that, and the other all the time. And the right life, fatigue, it's like life. It, you know what happens. I mean? Yeah. I remember one episode where Claire was like, "I have nothing left to give," and then she went to that cabinet, cabin, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and went, it went had a moment where she, you know, she was cold. She wanted to come home. That was their only time. Everything else, she was always perfectly quaffed and you know bright and sunny, and you know. You know, Um, but yeah, as a parent uh, with my adult lens, I would appreciate that. Like uh, as a a mother in particular, um, um, you know, I I think that one show that plays with that. Well, I was going to say Modern Family, but even that it's like, (laughs) you know, even then it's still very it's funny i think modern family is funny but it's still (laughs) i've only seen two episodes (laughs) i just couldn't get into it but but they do you know they go ahead and they 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 really make some really dark jokes about parenthood in that show that just they're funny um but yeah i mean i feel like that we don't have that we don't really have that truly accessible show um, where it's not one extreme or the other, and th- we can just find the comedy in the mundane, more or less. I think there needs to be a distinction between being 
broke and being poor. Right. Because as we all know, you know, mindset is one and one's a, you know, state of mind, right? So, that's, well, I mean. <laughs> and, and I think that's not displayed in shows. And then when you have a family that's poor, then they don't, you know, they don't feel like they have any hope of getting out of that. So then yeah. the whole thing circles around that. Yes, I agree. You can have, the, you know, there can be a middle ground between, you know, you have Roseanne and they have no money to send their children to college at all. They don't have 10 nickels, two nickels between them to send their children to college. Yeah. And, you know, the Cosby show where they talk about, yeah, I, I can spend uh, $40,000 annually for school for you. No problem. Exactly. Um, you know, <laughs> you can have a middle ground where somebody's like, well, uh, you know you don't necessarily have to go to community college but uh, i can't afford stanford okay or you know let's let's talk about you know how to kind of work through paying for i can help you pay this much and let's see if we can get this much in the student loans and see if we get some grants and great you know Uh like Uh there's a middle Uh ground here between uh you know Mm -hmm. general concern with life yeah we can figure we can figure this out somehow but there's, there's gotta be some reality thrown in there it doesn't necessarily work like that i've right. got a, I, I, I've, I've i've got college that that's about to start happening uh, for me every two years for the next uh, what, years so, right yeah and this yeah. and for i mean and that's a real like that is such a real issue for people. Like people, yeah. there's a lot of people paying their own student loans right now. They, you know, mm-hmm. they, mm-hmm. uh, they're grown as hell, and they still paying their student loans. And they make good money, and they still it dealing with that. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it Where is, is that on the sitcom? Yep, yeah, yeah. That's what we need. We need to really have that. Even, 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 even on Blackish, right? All right. Right, uh, mm-hmm. which I have not. Now, honestly, I have this love hate relationship with that show for a couple <laughs> of reasons. I'm, I'm all ears. I'm and, okay, I love the show and what they're trying to do, but mm-hmm. sometimes the delivery is like almost sometimes you're like you're being talked down to sometimes, mm-hmm. and that's what I'm getting from that. And it's like, you know, you know, Anthony. Anderson is, you know, jumping up on a soapbox every week. And I don't know, maybe that 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 first you know what I mean? I I don't know if you're getting that too, but I'm like I'm not in love with Anthony Anderson. And I that's that's the issue I have with it. I just say Okay. Okay. (laughs) I'm I'm not a huge fan either. I think he's all right. I don't hate him or anything, but I don't know. No, well you you know he's like you know, I'm not like you know, yeah, he's I'm in the not, same I, as uh, as uh, Michael B. Jordan, right? He's in that same family. <laughs> <laughs> he's that same family. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, he's gonna be Superman, uh, so you know. So yeah. <laughs> that whole thing. <laughs> I'll try. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm pretty sure you'll try really I'll try. hard. I yeah. know, you yeah, know. Yeah, I'll, I'll work through it somehow. Ninety percent shirtless scenes, <laughs> but anyway. <laughs> Talking about um Bill Cosby, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. But you know, really, I was. But Black, it, it just, yeah. I don't know. It's just like I don't need a you know lesson every single week. I, I just, I don't know. I don't know. I in, yeah. In that sense. I, 
I do feel I do still I do feel like the writing on that show is really good though. Yeah, I do. Um, they they have some incredible writers on the show. I do find a lot of the content really funny and accessible in it a is. lot of ways. It is. Uh, but yeah, it is. It's not. It, some of it does feel completely unnatural and yeah. forced. Yeah, I would probably say that's probably the word I feel in some of the subject matter and the way the delivery is does yeah. feel forced. Yeah, and I, there was. There was the Juneteenth episode. I, that that was for me. That was one of the episodes that felt forced, mm. really, mm-hmm. really forced. And I nice. was like, oh, "Yeah, I know you're trying to be the Cosby's kind of, but <laughs> you know what I mean." I, I don't know. I don't well, know. yeah, you know, um, that's what I mean. I I feel like sometimes the you got to let the writers do their stuff and and not not force them to adhere to a certain cultural gimmick right. or to um, carry some heavy load for the culture. Okay. Just let them write something funny. Let it, let them write, let, let the writing do its thing. Yes. And I, I would like a show that just kind of open, moved out of the way in that way. Um, and didn't, you know, didn't need to be forced anything. Because even then, after they did the spinoff Mixed-ish, um, yeah, ju- yeah. just the title of it, it's like... And let me tell you, <laughs> that that title, you know, because I know a little bit about something about that. <laughs> okay. And, and, okay, they they brought in Zach, okay? And, um, yeah. <laughs> that, that whole show just... I I liked it, but I I don't know. I um, what was the name of the actress? I I'm trying to remember her name. Um, the wife that was on the show. Oh, I'm looking at it. I can't remember. Ooh, Kemper or something. I don't know. Uh, I, yeah, but I can't think of it. But just the name of the show itself is right. It, it's for some like, people, oh it's, my goodness, it's, it's offensive to some people. Yeah, I mean, you know. It is. But, you know, and this is another thing. And this is what I mean about you don't have to force stuff. Um, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, there's, I'm a black woman. Okay. There's, I, I, there's so many things going on in my life that really don't have anything to do with that. Right. (laughs) Right. Right. I mean, exactly. I mean, really. um, Especially if you don't have it sent and, you know, front and center in front of you, you don't have to really address that. You know what I mean? On on, on on that level. So it's just like... You, you know, one of the things, the movie Us. Yeah. yeah. You know, Jordan Peele's Us. One of the things I loved about that movie is that there was no... That, that could have been anybody. Right. right. That could have been a white right. family. That's there was, the, there that's was no the issue. There was nothing about that family, the, that film, that script that was specifically black. Yeah. yeah. But you just had black people in it. And it didn't. It didn't take away. It wasn't like they were covering up their blackness or anything, that was or the beauty trying of. to conform or anything. That's they were just a family, of. right? They were just a family going through this crazy thing. Yeah. And um, you know, where's that show? Whether it's for I women mean, or people of color or from who, um, whatever not, it is, yeah, like you it. just, yeah. you know, I think I mentioned Seinfeld <laughs> before. <laughs> it's like I know you never watch Seinfeld, but there's, you know, they, I you know, it's pretty. Cool. Yeah, it's, it's funny. <laughs> the show didn't tackle anything. The show wasn't about anything. It was a meandering <laughs> it was just, mess. 
It's special. It's not about anything. Yeah. You know, they're not. They don't have to get on some. They're not giving no stump. They're not trying to sell you on some uh, ideology or you know defend some position or you know you know. Uh, it's like it, it was just a show about nothing. Okay, mm-hmm. <laughs> and they, they let the writing do its thing. Sometimes those are the best shows, just, right? You know, they let the rough. writing do its thing, and somebody thought, you know, this is a really funny joke. And I'm writing this in the show, and that's it. Yeah. Whenever you, um, whenever you are, you know, put into a back up into a corner, and you feel like you have to write this, and there's this narrative, and this has to be that often does not last right. very long and I, I, I you know being that this i think this is going to be the final season of blackish yeah I, i'm surprised it lasted as long as it did after also it's pretty funny no no it's it's funny it's funny yeah. but but honestly there are some episodes i could go probably a whole episode without having laughed <laughs> and i don't know I, honestly an entire episode and i'm just being honest this is like i know what you mean and then there's uh, another episode i'm like holy crap i'm on the floor you know 90 percent of the time right yeah it's the it's the writing like yeah. and I've, it's also the performance like i'm not in love with Anthony anderson like i said um you know but some people you know some actors some comedians they can say almost anything and it's funny mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. you know so it has to start with that well no it starts with the writing and then you have to cast it in a way where the person can yeah, deliver. Yeah, starts with the writing. Definitely, yeah. <laughs> Writing's first. And then the you writing's have to... not right, it doesn't matter about the It movie. really doesn't matter. It's going to fall. It's flat. ruined. <laughs> yeah. It's not, yeah. no one's going to watch it. It's like that, you know, how many great pilots, you know, shows lasted one season with great, right. and they're all stars, someone who's got great potential. What was it, Carmichael? Oh, this, uh, this black comedian, uh, yeah. Carmichael. Yeah. Um, yeah, and it's just something did he's funny, you know. I, I don't know if that's still on, actually. I think it maybe or just got canceled, I'm not sure, but yeah, but I, you know, you, to that one, yeah, yeah. There's a you know, you see a lot of uh, very talented performers and they try to give them a platform in, in the sitcom, and the writing's not there, and, and it doesn't, you know, the actor it just doesn't work to their strengths. And it's gone. It happens all the time. <clears throat> yeah. That the Cosby Show really was kind of magic in a bottle. Um, yeah. It was. Uh, yeah. And I, I think that it is tragic that the cultural implications that were attached to what was a really funny show have basically ruined it. <laughs> um, <sighs> you know, know the I fact that we so. yeah. really the fact that we exalted this person attached to the show because of our you know, because he met some need within our culture. Um, now, do you, now, do you think, do you think that maybe we were, I don't know, lifting up this this ideal of what he was portraying on, or not just him himself, the person himself? Or I, I don't know. Um, I can speak for myself, and yes, it was him, him. I, I can speak for myself and say, yes, okay. I personally had him on this pedestal. Like, oh, my gosh, look at look at this person. Yeah. Who's, you know, not only. It wasn't what he was standing for. It was the person himself. Yeah, yes. But well, yes. And what he was things. standing for. Right. Yeah. And what he was standing for. Right. It was attached. Yeah. Like, you yeah. know, he was yeah. standing for uh, black empowerment. Like, not he 
say even though he did these horrible things he created these careers for black people okay he oh. created you know these stuntmen. huh stuntmen in hollywood stuntmen <laughs> in hollywood if it were not for him right there would still be white guys in blackface right doing stunts i mean just that one example out of right. probably a hundred different things so it's like there has yes. been an impact just, and he was like just hire black guys there right you, <laughs> um, you know I, I, I talked about Debbie Allen yeah um, you know she had built her own inroads um, working on fame as, as a dancer and everything mm-hmm. but he put her behind the camera a woman a black woman yeah. on this new show um these things absolutely matter. Yep. yep. Um everyone he gave money to to go to college got they got money to go to college. Yeah. That matters, yeah. okay? Um those speeches that he gave around the country inspired Which I saw several people. Of them. Yes. They, they were inspired. inspired people. Yes, yes. To do yep. good things. Mm-hmm. That mm-hmm. I mean so I absolutely sat here yeah. uh, and said, look at this person. Um, look at this. This is something to applaud. Uh, this person is making a contribution. Mm-hmm. Right. And even even that, he was willing to get in there and say some uncomfortable things, mm-hmm. even within, <laughs> within the Black community as well. <laughs> Yeah, which turned a lot of people, but he was like, no, and he kept on that rope. But then, mm-hmm. <laughs> then you pull back, you know, it's kind of like that pan back shot, and you see the full, you know, yeah, it's like oh, I know, and I, I think that's actually important too. Yeah, um, and it has, to, and it even goes back to the Cosby Show because a lot of people watched the Cosby Show and said. That show is not true to nothing. I yeah, can't. Right. That, they need to stop telling that lie. <laughs> Right, about right. black life, right? It's, right. The sight of it irritates me. Tell the truth. Yeah. Um, <laughs> even though I, even though personally, like I said, I, you know, it would that depiction was closer to my family than a lot of the other shows that showed black people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Maybe not. But no, wealth, but, but uh, yeah, right. Yeah. I we didn't have that kind of money, right? And yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? And my mom didn't have that kind of time working full-time um, to do, right. Right. <laughs> do right. all this stuff. How um, did that happen? Okay. Right. That's why I'm like, you know, the lens from which I see this as a parent is different than the one I saw it through yeah. as a child. And um, you know, think it was the 80s as well. I mean, mm-hmm. there was a lot of things that were glossed over just for comedic effect. I mean, and mm-hmm. there were a lot of things that were let, you know, continue to happen that shouldn't have happened mm-hmm. on so many different fronts. Whether yeah. it's women or, you know, Bill Cosby himself. Yeah. That's the name of his first. Mm-hmm. This first well, not his first, but his stand-up that sort of yeah. got the Cosby show. Bill Cosby himself. That was so funny. That was the funniest Bill Cosby thing himself ever. It's funny. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That is what it always goes back to with me, with him. Yes, I thought he was the greatest and great, you know, doing all the great things. Mm-hmm. But the common denominator with from all through his career that I always held on, he was funny. I laughed. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I can still, I don't know. I can probably still watch Bill Cosby himself and laugh. Yeah. Um, yeah. But he was funny. He was, you know, and, um, 
again, uh, we were bamboozled. Um, yeah, I think you some know, of us more than others, but yeah, <laughs> overall, it's it's I don't know, and I think some people to this day, uh, I, I, I have I've talked to people and they're like, I just I just can't get behind, you know, the accusations. I'm like the accusations of all the women, <laughs> and yeah, I, I think they're lying. All of them. All right, all of them. He's like, <laughs> even if even if it's just one that's telling the truth, it doesn't matter. I'm like, mm, okay. yeah, doesn't matter. <sighs> just imagine if that was your sister, right, um, or your daughter. You know, and that like, I that's the thing that really when. I would, I, there was a few, there were a few times during this that I debated this with one of my brothers in particular. Yeah. And early on, he was sort of trying to do this defending thing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And, um, and he was also sort of not necessarily just in, you know, um, I don't believe it happened, but what, you know, he also did a lot of great things and, you know, maybe this is overblown. And I said, you know, because I've done some acting personally, I said, you have to understand for me that because uh, I'm a female yeah. and how that absolutely could have been me. I that could have totally been I could have totally been one of his victims. Right. Like I. Right. If I got some sort of phone call that uh, Bill Cosby was interested in putting me even as a background extra. Right. On the Cosby show. <laughs> right. I would come running and sit in any office. He said, two, two, a, 2 a.m.? Oh, sure. I'm coming. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Oh, <laughs> and, uh, yeah. You know what I'm oh, yeah. Um, whatever, I would have done it. Mm -hmm. And I mm -hmm. would have been one of those women. And that is the one that sticks with me. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, how many women, how many of me's lost all confidence in men in entertainment and you yeah. know uh, uh, so many things how, how traumatized um just emotionally destroyed in in various respects that their trust completely violated by this person exactly and that i and i knew i absolutely know it could have been me yeah because i had this conversation with my with my sister about a year and a half ago and we had a conversation about this and and I was like, you know, what's your take on it? And her take was, you know, I, I believe, I believe all the women. <laughs> and, and she's like, you know, here's why, you know, this, you know, when you are in those positions and men and she, you know, basically some of the same things that, that you've said, you know, mm -hmm. over the conversations we've had. And I'm like, okay. Cause see, sometimes as, in a man's brain, things work different, you know what I mean? <laughs> Sometimes, and, you're, and you don't view things the same way. Right. And you have to take a step back and like, okay, that makes sense. The other, and the, here's the other thing that kind of happens too that women deal with in, the, in this, in particular, these types of contexts, is that oh, a lot of women just sleep with these men to get a job. Mm -hmm. Or, you know, they, they know what they were doing. Mm -hmm. Um, mm -hmm. you know, they're, you know, this, they were all oh, yeah. partying and mm -hmm. now she wants to destroy the black man. 
And it's like, if you're having, for women, (laughs) for women who have been in a position in which a powerful man is over them in whatever capacity, even if it's just in a social context, um, the dynamic is something, you men don't understand the dynamic that we're dealing with. And that we're always more, if we're not with a man and there are other men around, we're vulnerable in various respects. And we feel that vulnerability. Um, Someone put it somewhere, something, they put it really well. I can't, I'm not quoting it perfectly, but she said that um, men offend another man. uh, You know, you might be, feel like, oh, you know, you're going to fight a woman can be murdered, <laughs> okay? Yeah, yeah. You know, you offend a man in the wrong situation, he can murder you. Like, you you know, you offend him, you you set him off in, in an uncomfortable... You, are, you can't fight him, right? Um, and even if it doesn't come to that, yeah. there's always that feeling that you're outmatched. Yeah. And then yeah. if you put in the, the fact that they, are, they have a, a, some authority over you, or if they're a powerful Power. person, oh, and, and if and let's say yeah. you're right, you're an actor and you're in the business and you're trying to make it as an actor, you can be ruined by pissing off the wrong person. Yeah. Um, yep. And for women, the men, the people in charge are men. So you're constantly yep. dealing yep. with yep. having to tiptoe around men in charge under the feeling that one wrong word, one wrong gesture. Um, and in this Take uh, t- uh, since you know one wrong sip of a drink in your <laughs> or you know <laughs> you know what I mean your your if life is ruined you're yeah. just you're violated or you're assaulted or yeah. you know someone is uh you know we that's what Harvey Weinstein that's why Harvey Weinstein was able to get away with uh so many he Ashley Judd said that yeah. he ruined her career because she wouldn't sleep with him. Yeah. Um, you know, it's that's what it is. And I don't think men always understand that. It's just a given that there's a level playing field out there and that if you work hard, you know, you'll make it. Yeah. That's like, you know, that's like uh, that's like people that always have money or land or things like this. Like, oh, right. Oh, if you yeah, hey. if you're talented and you work hard, yeah. you're fine. It's like, no, not really. No. Not that's when not the what's system going on. is, you know, systemically so screwed up. You know, it's not what it is. Sorry, no, no, it's not (laughs) reality. And it's not. I mean, I I think it's it's difficult for men to see that a lot of times because you're just you're a man. You know, you're you can't be a woman. Yeah. Um. Uh. But and then you know, from the male perspective, a lot of times that is the story that's told. That oh yeah, she was into it. You know, you know she I she I saw how she was looking at me, and then you know this and this happened, and you know all these things. And that's what that's how he's telling the story, and that's how the know that look you look right. You know what I mean? She (laughs) knew what she was. She knew what she wanted. She knew what she was getting into. She knew what was happening. Right. Um. That's the perspective that other men are sharing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um. The R. Kelly situations. You know, the parents are literally. Allowing their little girls, their daughters, oh, to yeah, go off into prostitution. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Not nothing, nothing much to that, right? Yeah. But you know, but from the perspective of you know the R. Kellys of the world, is they know they were they were trying to get come up. You know, yep. these people yep. are all trying to come up and using me. I'm the victim. Yep. 
I'm the victim. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> that's, that's, I mean, the male perspective is a different perspective. Yeah, right. <laughs> right. <laughs> I didn't want to give golden showers. Yeah, right? Yeah. You know, oh, it's, yeah. it, you know, that's, um, that's kind of, but. <laughs> <laughs> that was so wrong. That's terrible. <laughs> but that's part of what happens. Like, uh-huh. the Bill, even today, the Bill Cosby story is often told that. You know, all these women it just they were they were partying with him and they all took um, advantage of him. You know, they were partying and now they just want money. Moves. They knew everybody what they were had. doing. Oh yeah. And that that's this there's still that story is still the one that a lot of people are, are you know, adhering to and won't hear nothing else. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's 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 it. Mm-hmm. I, I, I listen to that story so many times. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you know, because I've heard people say that exact same thing to me well you know everybody walked around with you know with vials of you know cocaine or whatever on there cocaine is not something that's gonna knock you out no no it's gonna it's gonna gonna be that's a different that's a different drug it's the opposite yeah Yeah. everybody that's you know Mm because i I was talking to um someone um close to me and on my um, father's side of the family and he was like yeah in the 70s I saw, I saw we you know you took uppers for this and downers for this and you know I was like you know he's telling me the whole history behind it all and everything and I'm like huh I was like so you know you had a you know you had people that took advantage of that and you know and Pill Bill Cosby was I guess <laughs> <laughs> one of those that took advantage uh, of that with the criminals. oh my god yeah so so how do we so how do we heal from I, this my thing about this has been that this is about abuses of power yeah um if we have if we're going to heal we have to address how a powerful people tend to um avoid accountability and the system in place that perpetuates that. Um, I've said this, you know, that's the half, I, yeah, I've said yeah. this half joking to people over the years. It's that poor people go to jail. Okay. <laughs> yeah, right, right. And, you know, it's, it's poor people that go to jail. Um, and we have to look at that. Why is that? Why is that like that? Is it because people with money and power don't do things that are wrong or illegal? Um, (laughs) of course not it's because we we have a system that is not set up to hold rich people accountable right and that's where we are because usually Um, it's usually their friends friends of friends that are making the rules and they're bending the rules (laughs) exactly I mean it's not even you don't have to bend the rules like if you have enough money you it's perfectly legal for you to hire a lawyer Mm-hmm. That knows people and knows loopholes and has friends. Well, that's and... what I'm saying. Bending the rule by loopholes. Yeah. Well, is it? I mean, most of this is legal. Like Bill Cosby's out right now mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. of a very. It's very legal. Okay. <laughs> like, yeah. It's yeah. not. It's a very legal situation. Nobody broke him out of jail, um, and it's because he has the money. Yep. To pay for uh, this sort of uh, allow to pay for somebody who could do that for him, basically. Yeah. Yep. Um, and that's how this went on, and he's not the only one. 
Anybody else, they'd still be in there for another uh, seven years or more. Anyone else, <laughs> they would have been in jail by at least the third woman. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. There wouldn't have been all these other women yeah. that it happened yeah. to if Unless he wasn't like rich. Serial, you know, rapists and they, you know, and it, it was the 80s. Well, <laughs> yeah, it's but he's he's famous. Yeah. <laughs> he's so famous. Um, you know, there was no way he's going to get away with this. Yeah. Um, but he's gonna get caught. <laughs> but he's got the money. Yeah, yeah. So he does, and so did Harvey Weinstein, and so did Jerry Epstein, and so did R. Kelly, and so did Strauss Kahn, and on and on and on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. These very wealthy people, these powerful people, uh, who are—I think that is the healing. That's the healing, uh, honestly. Um, addressing that, not letting that be okay. Yeah. Uh, the, the, uh, there's always going to be bad people, criminals, people who have bad intentions. Okay. We're supposed to be able to trust. And this is one of the reasons Black Lives Matters has been so prevalent in that we understand there's bad cops, but if one makes a mistake or if one is dirty or criminal, they should be accountable. Yeah. And exactly. that is the issue with this. Maybe he, uh, you know, maybe the, a couple of women uh, got violated or slipped through the radar in that, you know, maybe one or two didn't report it. But after a certain point, how did this continue with it being reported, with people knowing about it and he not being held, him not being held accountable? Over and over and over again. That is the yeah. healing. Yeah. Yeah. And looking at that and doing something about it. So again, I ask, can we watch the Cosby Show again or anything else? <laughs> I have to be honest. But even prior to this, I probably mm-hmm. outgrew that show. Like yeah. I said, I you know, as a parent, uh, I just see it differently. I personally probably had already outgrown that show before all of this. Yeah. But I think I really would just simply say I've outgrown the show. Yeah. Yeah. As great as it was at that time. Yeah. Um, as much as it gave me at that time, I don't need that anymore. I've outgrown yeah. it. Yeah. I've, I've had those similar feelings on a lot of different things. And you know, just like you were saying, you grow past them. And then there are certain things I can't watch anymore because I'm like, ooh, that does not mm-hmm. age well at all. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. Yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know if The Cosby Show is going to be in that same you know, I, I, this is, it's, it's hard for me to process that. And I'm sitting right here right now, like <laughs> thinking through that. Cause it's like, you know what? I, I'm not watching the show right now because I just, you know, other than the last barbecue, because that just for me, it's just <laughs> the episode that just, it gets it. It's mm. getting right. You know, it's like, all this stuff was right there blatantly in our face and we just did not see it. I and know. I don't know, that, that was like what, season six, I think? Six, six? It was well into the show. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and it's like at that point, you know, it's almost like, you know, when you know, when I'm talking about the Twilight Zone and mm. Rod Serling and how mm-hmm. he created that whole thing and mm-hmm. and he got into those final seasons and he just took the gloves off Yeah, and everything. He just did whatever you want to do. It's like Cosby did that same thing. He's like, no, nope, yeah. put it right there in your face. And there's yeah. nothing you can do about it. And, and <laughs> he, just, 
Yeah. Well, I mean, he was untouchable. Yeah. 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 Um, he really was. I think he, I think he developed some sort of God complex, honestly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he, you know, he drank his Kool-Aid, you know, we exalted him. He exalted himself and really still doesn't believe he should be held accountable. He says it like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. he's not apologizing. He's not, you know, making amends. Um, he's just, he feels he is being, his rights have been violated in all of this. Yeah. Yeah. Or yeah, at least I, that's what he's communicating. I think, I think there was a lot more than that that you know some people were saying um, got violated um, with him being blind and not having putting pops, but it, it was <laughs> in jail. It, but it, <laughs> oops, pop. But it, it just, that's so <laughs> I'm gonna get so much email. <laughs> but I, I, you know, he just, I don't know. It's yeah. just, like I said, just trying to continue to process it. I think, you know, I'm probably going to come back to this in a couple of years and just see where I am then, too. Because, like I said, this is a, it, this is something that's still unfolding. We're still processing a lot, a lot of this and mm-hmm. everything. And I don't know if there's going to be any new revelations, information, things that come out. I don't know, yeah. but. I don't know. I, well, I mean, he's maybe he's gonna write a book, defending <laughs> himself. I don't know. If I was his lawyer, I'd tell him not to. But no, I, I don't think that would be a good thing. <laughs> I don't <laughs> think that would be a good. Thing. You know, I don't know. It's just live the rest of your years. You know, you you, you got off. <laughs> and I think Camille so is still ways. there. And his um, wife's still there. And she went himself. Camille, yeah. she's yeah. still there, isn't she? Yeah. 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 She's standing by her man. He still believes in him. Standing by her man. Yeah. Oh. Oof. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, Lee. This has been um this has been a heavy one. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I I think that I don't know how history is going to look at the, you know, Bill Cosby overall because as a society, we tend to gloss over things, and that's and that's one of the reasons why this was, you know, outside of the being, you know, him being enabled by so many people surrounding him, those in power, right? Mm-hmm. And I think, I think, us as a society, I don't know, I don't know if there's a. I think what he's done is always going, of course, always going to be remembered because it's mm-hmm. documented everywhere, and it's just. It's just something that we have to come to terms with, and I don't like I said, I don't know how history is going to look back on this, but we'll see. We'll see. We will see. We will see. We will see. This is a hard conversation to to really have because there's so many. I think for so many people, there's so many different emotions, and there's so many different things tied to it because you know it's it's almost like you're saying Hitler went out and painted. Every popular, you know, Van Gogh we thought <laughs> was Van Gogh, but it was actually Hitler's. So they like it, right? <laughs> it's like, oh, come uh, on. I love I, Starry Night, but Hitler did it. Yeah. I, I don't know. Well, I mean, I, I still, I do feel as though, um, because there is some, I mean, there's so many artists who've done horrible things. 
um, yes. that you do sort of have to separate the work from the person. And ultimately, the issue is, in the, especially in this case, is a lack of accountability. Yeah. Um, that, is the, that is the elephant in the room. That the, is ultimately, because the, the, yeah. this went on and on. It was so egregious. Yeah. And uh, that it was, it's a lack of accountability that's the issue, not the art. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, years and years ago, before this came out, before all this Bill Cosby stuff came out, I had boycotted Roman Polanski. Mm-hmm. He directed mm-hmm. Rosemary's Baby and uh, Chinatown <clears throat> and a few other films. Yeah. Yep. And um, before I even saw those films, I knew about his allegations of it wasn't allegations. He's guilty. He, oh, he's guilty. Yeah. He, yeah, 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 he yeah. had. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He had sex with a 14 year old girl. Yeah. Yeah. And so I was like, I, it bothered me very much that he was just, you know, living his life and he was never did any jail for this. This I'm a teenager. I'm a kid um, with this position, taking this position. Yeah. Yeah. And um, eventually I ended up, I just, I don't know. I, I think I, I forgot about my stance or I didn't know or something. I watched Rosemary's Baby. Yeah. And I was like, oh. Mm-hmm. I see why he's such a famous director. Now, this wasn't, it's not a perfect film or anything. Yeah. But you yeah. can see how, for filmmakers, this was an important film and how the way he told that story um, influenced the way other people tell stories. Um, similarly, Woody Allen, you know, he ran off with Mia Farrow's child, his, her adopted child, messing with her when she was underage. So I wouldn't watch anything from Woody Allen. I wouldn't watch any of Woody Allen's stuff. Yeah. Same thing in the same thing with the Roman, you know, it's like same era. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah. I stumbled upon Annie Hall. Mm-hmm. 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 And I was like, oh, I see now why. <laughs> right, right, right. He's so famous. Because I wouldn't watch anything from him. I'm like, yeah. I, it yeah. bothers me to see that he's still making movies and he's still kind of doing well after this. But I watched Annie Hall and I can see how some of that writing and that was just so brilliant. Yeah. And I learned then back then, you know, as a, you know, as a teenager that you do kind of have to separate the art from the person. Yeah. Um, And it's not just because you particularly like it or you have a personal uh, feeling about it. And I think with the Cosby show and I can speak for myself, my personal feelings about the Cosby show will, will taint how I view it. I won't be able to laugh as much. And that's just purely my personal feelings. But aside from that, I can still watch, like, for example, Annie Hall yeah. and have an objective yeah. understanding of, I, I mean, it's like, I watched that movie and I'm like, I see why the, these other directors, exactly. they got this from Woody. They got yep, yep, this yep, from yep. him. You can, you They're can copying... Mm-hmm. Woody Allen. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But if you don't, if you just try to dismiss that work and if you try, if you try and turn a blind eye to it, you're, you miss out on, you know, how a lot of culture is created um, because you simply don't like something that this person did in their personal life right, right. or that they're actually maybe just a bad person. Yeah. That doesn't change the work. Yeah. The work like, is, is, yeah. It's yeah, like it's like is, if yeah. Quentin Tarantino came out having been a pedophile, it doesn't change that Pulp Fiction 
right. influenced so many filmmakers. Uh, it just doesn't. It doesn't. You can't change it. You can't go back and retroactively uninfluence all these other filmmakers. <laughs> right, right, right. It's, it's, it's impossible. To do that. You know what I mean? And yeah, I, yeah. I feel like that's the Cosby Show fits right into that. In that, you can't not you can't understand Blackish and what you know they were trying to do on that show if you just dismiss the existence. Of the Cosby Show, yeah, yeah. Um, you can't do you, it. You can't. <laughs> no. It's just it's it is what it is, and it's you know you can't uncreate art that's influential in this way. Uh, so ultimately, you just have to separate the person from the art. Yeah, and I think that's the that's the way you have to do it in in most cases, unless you know you have a song where their intentions are clearly <laughs> in, the, in, the, in the title. You know what I'm saying? Oh, but I see. I I don't know who who's. I don't know anybody who's trying to. R. Kelly to me has always been sort of overrated. I must say. I I, I say that too. I I've always that. found him to be overrated. Yeah. I don't. Sure. He's not on any of none of my playlists. Never has been. No, mine either. Mine either. Not not a song. Not a song. Never. If it's, if, yeah. If it's I I mean I there. just yeah. like everybody else. I couldn't get away from you know stepping or I believe I can fly. I had to hear it because I live in this world. Mm-hmm. But I did not pay for this you music. Didn't go, you didn't go to the concerts. You didn't. Stay I didn't at the none and, of this. So and, you, and you, you, had, you talking about R. No, okay. Kelly. <laughs> You know, by the way, on this topic, yeah. Marvin Gaye. Mm-hmm. Okay. That uh let's get it on. Mm-hmm. It's about his thing with the 16-year-old girl. Yeah. Okay. He's saying, yeah. I've been sanctified. He is yeah. just like, I don't care. Yeah. I love this girl. You can't you gonna say let's get it on is a bad song now? Yeah. No. You can Marvin Gaye is not, you know, uh, uh, huh? Marvin Gaye is. You, we don't listen to Marvin Gaye no more. Let's oh, get it on this band now. If we if we went back, and, oh, you know what I'm saying? That let's get it on is about his yep. affair with a 16 year old girl. How many times? How many times can we go back and just? undo mm-hmm. you know or look back at you know what somebody has done in a you know artistic way and say okay all of them at some yeah. point mm-hmm. i'm just waiting for we it. don't want to look we really don't no like, we don't me, no, me just saying that about let's get it on marvin Gaye is irritating yeah. somebody yeah somebody's yeah. like why you gotta ruin everything right <laughs> <laughs> right right that so is, that that's you know, it is what it is though. That's why I'm like, you gotta go ahead and separate the art yeah, you do, you're doing, from the person. You're doing your do during that song, you know. <laughs> and then you, now you that's ruined. It's all messed up. You but you have to separate the person from the art. Yeah. You really do. Yeah. It's like you have to separate um the director of some of the greatest movies of all time, like uh what is it? Um not not a, not Goodfellas. Is it Goodfellas? Yeah, it's Goodfellas. Uh, Martin Scorsese. Oh, Lord. Here we go. <laughs> no, no, no. 
Uh-huh. We're not gonna we're not gonna get mm-hmm. yeah. Cause this will be another <laughs> two and a half, three hours. Ooh, <laughs> so, you know how to push my little button. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. <laughs> I'm trying. <laughs> oh, I'm gonna bite my tongue. No, you know, I don't want to go on for another five hours right now. Yeah, so gonna, I'm gonna go ahead and leave that alone. We're gonna leave that. We're gonna leave that alone. Yeah, we're not gonna bother. <laughs> we're not gonna touch that one. Yeah, but yeah. this is. Yeah, I, I don't know. I think we're gonna have to keep doing a lot of this, talking about it, coming yeah. to terms with it. Yeah, more in the in the future. And yeah. I don't know. We got it. I mean, that's how we're gonna heal. We can't heal by ignoring it. Ignoring it is how it got it happened. Like that's it. It's yeah. how it happened. Pull so many off. times. Pull the band-aid off. <laughs> Just rip it off and mm-hmm. deal with it right then, right there. You gotta confront right. it. Yeah. yeah. You know? As painful as it is. Yeah. Well, I think we are coming to the end. All right. <sighs> well, I mean, this was great. Yeah. Um, I feel this is cathartic for me. Yeah. Um, you know, so I appreciate it. Well, thank you for coming on and, you know, sharing this much this needed is, conversation. I'll, this is a great precursor for that, co- that, uh, yes. the Showtime documentary when you talk about Cosby. Yeah. 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 Um, I'm so waiting for that. Yeah. <laughs> And though I'm I'm wondering if there's new information in there that will change this conversation or change our perspective. I don't know. Um, from what he was well, briefly he briefly touched on it when he was talking to uh, Trevor Noah, mm-hmm. and there's a little bit here and there. He at one point he was actually because he he finished um, doing the actual docuseries the day Cosby was released mm. from prison, the day, and. Yeah some people behind the scenes and this is what we're talking about going right back into the you know the um the continual enabling people they wanted him to interview cosby Mm -hmm. and then interview the women Mm. and i'm like you don't think that that's kind of messed up (laughs) talking to cosby you know what i mean and then having these women that are accusing him of some of these things and then, you know, and then having these other people that had these experiences with him, you don't think that's somewhat of a conflict of interest? He said, you know, by doing the, the interview, he got turned down by so many people before he got one or two yeses for doing this. He said this was one of the hardest things that he has done and it may in his career. I'm, oh. I'm sure. And it's like, it's like, this is not something, you know, so that's why I approach this the way I, I have, like, mm-hmm. with a lot of reverence and just, you know, I, I'm joking about some of the things, but sometimes when we joke about things, you know, it's kind of like our way of dealing with some of the train, you know, the uh, trauma, you know, yeah. the pain that we're dealing with. And it's just, you know, it's like, we've been let down by my yeah. dad. Oh, and by you know the enablers and the people who had the power to help that didn't. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. 
that and that's that's all a big part of it as well mm-hmm. i just uh uh yeah yeah well Bad. it's like dad went out to get a pack of cigarettes and never came back oh he went out and raped somebody <laughs> on the way oh my god yeah mm-hmm yeah. Not rate somebody, somebody's dozens of, women, dozens of women that we know of. Oh, that we know of, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Painful. It's almost like a death, <laughs> you know. <laughs> it is. You know, it, it is. I think that's why a lot of people are finding this hard to accept. It's like you're going through the whole grieving mm-hmm. period, and you're. It is. You're going through all those. You know, you finally you're gonna get to acceptance. Finally. Yeah. You know. Uh, I think I, yeah, I, this is certainly helping. This conversation has been very helpful. Yeah. Not that yeah. I hope it helps. Yeah. Anyone who will listen. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a little pushback from this episode already. You know, but uh, you know what? I'm not here to do the easy thing. Sometimes. Well, I mean, what are you not supposed to talk about it? I mean, right, right. See, see, and that's you know, and that's that. Sometimes that's a problem. You're supposed to avoid the whole issue forever, right? Right. It's like, oh, it didn't happen. You know, that's not helpful. I guess these are people that want to not believe, you know, what what has happened. Mm, I don't want to believe it either, but I mean, it is what it is. (laughs) (laughs) I would love not to believe it. Yes, I just wake up. Oh, this is all you know. It was all a lie. Mm-hmm. I w- I wanted that so badly. I can't even tell you. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's like when I wake up one day. You know, this is all a lie. It's, it was fabricated. You know, it was only in front of uh, Inquirer magazine. Mm-hmm. It was not real. Yeah. Well, I am going to end it here. And right. well, thank uh, you for having me. Yeah, I'll see you on the next episode. <laughs> all right, I'll see you on the next one. All right. All right. Bye-bye. Bye.